Welcome to the Successful Women's Mindset Podcast with Galit Ventura-Rosen, multi-award-winning entrepreneur, business success mentor, professional speaker, and broker owner of Commercial Professionals. Get ready for 15 minutes of inspiration, motivation, and real stories and tips to have the successful mindset to match the success you desire and deserve. Hi, everyone. My name is Galit Ventura-Rosen, and I am excited to have another fabulous author on the podcast and TV show, The Successful Woman's Mindset. Today, I have the fabulous Alexia Crowley, and she's one of our authors. Welcome. Thank you so much, Galit. It's a pleasure to be here. I love it. And you look just fabulous today. So Alexia specializes in acquisition and disposition of medical properties. Now, she does way more than that. And I'm going to let her talk about that on her own today. And you'll learn so much more about her in her bio, in her chapter in the book. So let's go ahead and jump in and get started. One of the first questions I love to ask for every woman that's on the podcast is, what is the phrase, the successful woman's mindset mean to you? I think women, fortunately, have evolved our role, you know, through the years. Um, I think my, our role might be different than our mother's roles and our grandmother's roles. And that's a blessing and a privilege, you know, of living here in the United States. Um, but what does a successful woman's mindset mean? Um, it means balance. You know, it means um, knowing your boundaries and and um, and being in control of of your of your life and your future. You know, that's that's what it really means to me. I love that. I love that you said that, and I'm sure that you've experienced so much of that. And I know reading your chapter, you have yourself. You use some really great keywords like balance and boundaries. And I want to kind of jump in and talk about that because I completely agree with you. I think so many women have to almost go through their own journey at times because we're such natural nurturers and caretakers that we kind of have to learn in the journey how to have balance and boundaries. What are some of the things that you've done maybe in your life or within your own family unit that have done that for you? Um, well, I have, I've done a lot of uh, medical philanthropy over the years, and I'm a past president of the Clark County Medical Society. I'm, I'm a member of CRU, and um, a lot of uh, NAOP and, and CCIM and some other amazing organizations, you know, um, and I found that I kept saying yes. I kept saying yes, and that's a wonderful thing, and you grow and you learn, but when you say yes to one thing, then you're saying no to something else you know and so for me I kept saying yes to all of these philanthropy opportunities but that meant that I was saying no to myself and and you know possibly my health and also saying no to my family because I wasn't as available or I was mentally checked out or physically checked out doing other things for the community rather than for my family so and I don't regret that but I did no 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 a lot it's not about regret it's not that you regret doing all those fabulous things and you still are doing so many it's the fact that sometimes as women we tend to want someone said something the other day it was so perfect and she said something we were on a call and she said something like don't you ever feel like it's never enough and I think as women we are challenged with this idea again nurturers caretakers which is a beautiful quality 
But when it starts impacting, and that's the key to what you said, when it starts impacting our health or we're saying no to something that we love, we need to step back and take a look and say, yes, I can say yes to this, but maybe I'll say no to this until I'm done with this, right, Alexia? Perfect example. So even all those beautiful things that you did, which are amazing, and I know you're doing so much more, maybe taking on one or two instead of five or six. You know, um, it's true because we all have a different skill set. You know, my degrees in marketing. Um, I am a medical practice manager for 17 years, um, and I work. I've worked in commercial uh, brokerage since 2001, and so. For me to be a part of some of these philanthropies where the women don't have the same skill set, my um, my gut instinct is to help and to teach, um, and and so it's. I think it also should be. I've learned that it needs to be to train, you know, to train the other people so that they can step in and and they can take those roles on themselves, you know, or just we all. I love, I love that quality. I think that you just tapped into something totally different from boundaries and balance, which are so important to our growth as women. You tapped into something that's really like a pay it forward or teaching the next generation. And you know how big I am about that, just like you. I love that you tapped into that and you recognize that, wait, there's a group of women out there that may not have the tools, the resources, the education that you have, which is such a gift because you've gone through so much in this field. And now wait, how can I help them so they can maybe be the next generation of this? Definitely. I love that. Well, let's jump into your chapter. Let's talk a little bit. I don't want to give away too much because I want everybody to go and buy the book, The Successful Woman's Mindset, and it's 21 Journeys to Success. And Alexia has written a great chapter, and the chapter is called Building a Career from Passion. So let's talk a little bit why this chapter, why this topic? I feel like, you know, life is short, but it's long enough that you really want to enjoy every single day, you know, and, and, and be in the moment. So if you have passion for what you do, it's, it's your career, it's not your job. And we do have a choice, you know, even if it's a side hustle for four or five years, then um, do it as long as you need to do it in order for it to be your main job or your main career. I've always, um, I've always had my hand in a couple of different things. Like I'm a medical practice manager and I work full-time in commercial brokerage and I do the philanthropy, which has no income, you know. Um, I That's just how I am. So if people can find the areas in, in their life that really connect and resonate with them, then I think there's gonna be a lot more fulfillment and enjoyment from their day-to-day lives. There's even studies about it. I speak a lot about doing what you love or loving what you do. It's one of my talks. Because if you're not going to do what you love, at least find passion for what you're doing. But the studies show better health. They show happier relationships, more effective communication, longer life. I mean, this is not me coming up with this, guys. You can look up the studies. They're out there. It's proven. It's proven that when you do what you love, and that's probably why I was so excited when you decided to write this chapter for the book, because the word passion is such a key to happiness within and also success. Don't you see that a lot, Alexia, as well? 
Well, people feel that, you know, when I talk to people and, you know, I, um, I let them know, you know, I'm going to protect your asset, you know, I'm going to protect, um, you know, I have a memory care facility listing right now. And, um, you know, worried about the health and safety of all of those, um, you know, it's 100% occupied, those patients. So when I talk about, you know, the protocol that we'll put in place and um, just the passion that is, is truly there, um, they feel that. They don't even hear it, you know, and see it in my emails, but they feel that. And um, that's not something, you know, that you can fake. I completely agree. I, I use the example a lot when I do talks or interviews and I say, there's something about passion when you can get up in front of people you don't even know and sell a pen. I make that joke, right, Alexia? This $300 pen that you've got to have right now. And that's different than being a salesman. One thing about you and I is we're not salesmen. And what's really neat about you and I is we have this, this connection with the commercial real estate world since I'm a commercial real estate broker. And a lot of the organizations that Alexia mentioned at the beginning, which you might have not known about, the acronyms she used are actually commercial real estate organizations, like-minded commercial real estate organizations that were involved in a few of them together as well. And I think more than anything, the key for anybody watching or listening is to recognize that when you do what you love, people know it. When you dread what you do, people know it. I mean, it's not hard to hear in a person's voice, right? I always use an example of Monday mornings. How many people do the so bummed it's Monday, so excited it's Friday. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. I get that way too. But a lot of times it's related to just dreading the idea of having to get up and doing something that they prefer not doing. So I want to tap in for a few minutes on the topic that you said about a side hustle or doing it for a while. What is your advice or what can you give those listening and watching today in relation to, well, I have a job. Okay, this is very common. And I've got to support my family. I can't just quit and do what I love. What would you give them as a piece of advice? Um, I would, you know, start brainstorming on it. Um, I would talk to friends and family, kind of put your feelers out there. If you have faith, I would pray about it. And uh, I would start to, to spend all of your extra energy and time researching other opportunities. You know, that's the one constant in life is change. So there's, there's so many um, opportunities and things are always changing and evolving and you just need to determine, um, you know, how you want that to play out for your life, because this is all a choice. Um, every single moment of every day, all of it's a choice, your reaction, you showing up, you showing up with a smile or not, all of it's a choice. You use so many words that are my favorites. You use the word choice, you use the word option. I think that a lot of people get into this mindset that's I'm stuck here and what am I gonna do now? I spoke to a woman the other day that's working with me and she used this word. She said, I thought I was going to ride into the sunset working at this job, right? 40 years. She was let go because of what's happening right now and she said, I didn't even get my retirement cake. 40 years, Alexia. But you know what I love about her? She's already written her book. She's already starting a consulting business. She's like, okay, well, apparently I'm gonna start this a bit earlier than I was supposed to. 
right? So yes. some people are pushed into it. But one of the things you said that's key is knowledge is power. Go out, do the research, do your homework, find the opportunities, speak to people, figure out what you love to do. Knowledge is power. And a lot of knowledge today, because the internet is free, you just type it in. You know me, I love my Google. You type it in, you start doing the homework. No one says you have to do something drastic and go quit your job. If you can, good for you. But a lot of people that Alexi and I know, women especially, they'll start building something on the side that they love until the income is where it can be so they can feel a little more comfortable. Correct. You know, maybe they enjoy both jobs and they'll continue yes. both, you know. That's me and, and you. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might get bored a little easy. Yeah. yeah. We definitely. just keep starting new ventures. We're like, oh, wait, let's do this. Let's do this, which by the way is okay too. But it's also okay to love your career, love your job and stay there and be happy. This is not about everybody has to be an entrepreneur or stop doing what they're doing, but Find happiness in what you do. Find gratitude. There's something so valuable about that. Correct. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Well, let's jump into something fun. Tell everybody something about yourself that maybe they don't know or you want people to know. Well, I, I definitely think it's something that people aren't going to know about, but, um, and it is something that was a lot of fun for me, but um, I moved to Vegas 23 years ago to dance professionally. So I am um, trained in ballet, jazz, tap, and gymnastics, um, and I had been working in Guam, and before that I worked in Branson, Missouri. Um, so that's why I moved to Vegas, and that was my first career, and it was a true passion for me. So all jobs or careers since then, you know, I compare to that. And um, I feel like one of the reasons I was placed on this earth was to dance, you know. And oh, I'm my gosh. Do you know what I did this morning? That was so fun, Alexia. You'll appreciate this so much. I woke up a little bit sad today because there's just a lot of sad stuff going on right now. Yeah. And absolutely feel what you got to feel, ladies, because it's important not to push it down. So I woke up sad, cried for about 20 minutes. And a lot of women don't share that because they think it's a sign of weakness. I'm sharing it because I want those listening and watching to know it's healthy to release. So then I got up, turned on my Amazon music to 80s and the 80s is my favorite genre. And I started dancing around the room like a fool in my pajamas with my hair in a bun. And I felt so much better. So one thing, another thing you and I have in common is dancing is my therapy. And it brings me so much calm and peace and just hearing that loud dance music and jumping around. So you can have such a passion for so many different things. If anybody's watching or listening, recognize that not every passion has to pay you. Not recognize, recognize that not every passion has to be your career but find something you love. Find anything that you love. I know moms that their passion is raising those, uh, you know, children and making sure that they're great citizens of the world and great. What an important job to raise your kids right. And then I know women that are running Fortune 500 companies and their passion is, let me show other women how they can do the same. It's kind of neat. It definitely is. It definitely is. Yeah. You know, I found out today that my Thanksgiving plans are canceled, you know, 
And I was a little sad too, you know, and I, I watched an interview with Oprah, you know, and I, I started tearing up and it was, it was really amazing, but you know, her, her life story is amazing, but she, she talked about in this interview, you know, um, that if someone doesn't give you what you need, it might be because they're not able to, you know, Beautiful. yeah, yeah. And so that was something I took away from that and that, um, that was powerful, you know? So, I mean, we all are here to interact with each other and to give to each other, you know? So it's, um, it's a great thing. And I think it's so important that when you're going through things to recognize you're not alone. Mm -hmm. I hate to break it to you, but there's probably somebody else going through something similar and probably a lot of people. So if you think you're alone, you're wrong. Now, when you're going through things, when we're going through tough things, sometimes we think we're the only person because it feels so icky, but I bet you there's someone out there that understands, and I'm sure that there's someone that would love to speak to you about it. So please, if anybody's going through a hard time, there's so much struggle right now. And that's what made me sad this morning is I just felt the struggle of the world. Mm -hmm. And my personality is I want everybody to be happy and just show love and kindness. I'm one of those people. And if you are, please make sure you reach out to somebody and know that there are people out there for you. But I love that you wrote this chapter. I love that you're a part of this book. I love all the things that you're doing. Everyone listening and watching can learn more about you at the successfulwomansmindset.com. We have all of your information and your contact information, but I'd also like you to share with them how they can reach out to you or connect with you if it's through social media or any other way. Sure. I am on all of the social media platforms. I'm on professionally. I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, um, Facebook, and LinkedIn. If I already said that it's Alexia Crowley, C-C-I-M-C-R-E. Alexia Crowley, C-C-I-M-C-R-E. Perfect. And we'll have everything on the website as well. And I also want to share that if you have not grabbed the book yet, you do not want to miss it. This is 21 women, 21 women showing their journeys and sharing their journeys to success. You're going to read each story and you're going to be able to resonate with so many of them because it really is the core of what a lot of women are going through. We've got from 29 years old up to the 60s. I'm not going to share exact ages, but we've got all age groups. We've got all industries. We've got so many different cultures and religions and experiences. And I love that about this book. So you can also purchase it at Amazon. Just make sure to look for the Successful Woman's Mindset. And it'll be 21 Journeys to Success. So thank you so much for being with us, Alexia. Thank you for being a part of this book. Thank you for having me, Galit. It's a pr privilege and an honor. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Make sure to catch another episode of the Successful Woman's Mindset podcast and TV show. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Successful Woman's Mindset with Galit Ventura Rosen. If you like the show, make sure to click the three dots and share with your friends. If you could take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe, it would be amazing. Don't forget to visit www.thesuccessfulwomansmindset.com to learn more about the book and the authors involved.